yo, yo, first smoke of the day. We're back, man. Episode 18. I'm here with my co-host, Black Leaf. Pat God's checking in. What's good, man? How you doing? Big Amsterdam vibes. I'm doing we're, great, We're bro. still out here live in Amsterdam right now. We've been running through them. Got like 20 flavors in front of me right now. This is crazy. We're here at Greenhouse <laughs> Secret Farmers right now here in The Hague. And we're here joined by Dejan from Hello Greenhouse guys. Secret Farmers. What's yeah. good, bro? How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good, bro. Here, I sit in a table full of uh, really nice things, to be honest, man. I'm Looking at some really, good things. Really a lot of Dutch-grown stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff for you guys to try. A lot of classics for you. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a really interesting thing, guys. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, appreciate yeah, you having yeah, us yeah. in your amazing space yeah, here, this amazing we, lounge. We are really happy to host you here and uh, to see and to show you what we can offer you and uh, to show you what The Hague has to offer to the cannabis community in the world world. Because we have to admit that lately, even uh, finally, we can put also spot here in The Hague. Hell yeah. We have really fucking good shop here as well. I like we that. We can really... Really appreciate now really good terps also in The Hague, finally, after years, you know? Come to I, The Hague. I'm really happy about it, you know? <laughs> For real, you guys putting on. We're also joined here by our friend Mark from the Jack Herrera Cup. How you doing, brother? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining on with us. Yeah. Appreciate you. Appreciate it to be here, guys. Absolutely. It's an amazing setup. Guys can't see it, but it looks uh, <laughs> yeah. really, awesome. really professional. Yeah. 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 No. no, this lounge is amazing. It's it's a uh, wood accents, very modern, yeah, yeah, yeah. very upscale, cool very clean, art. and a really really dope shop. And there's some flavors here. Yeah, so it's a great here. place we're, to we're smoke. At it, man. I mean, the dopest part about all these out here is every lounge is different. So yeah. I get to buy my yeah. stuff, and I get to vibe out to a different vibe. Like if you're a creator out here, this is the best place i could literally bring my laptop or bring my whatever i create on come grab some flour and then create in a different environment so i'm influenced differently right like here i'm feeling different than if i was at uh, a moroccan inspired lounge yeah yeah yeah, of course as you saw in amsterdam in amsterdam you can really see a lot of differences between because you went inside now, right? Oh, you could smoke inside in Amsterdam. We've been all over, yeah. Because yeah, now in in the Hague, after the Corona, it's really hard to find a place that hosts you inside to smoke as a customer. You know, because most of them being closed because they made a tobacco law here. Yeah, I saw that. So yeah, all the smoking cars are pretty much gone in the wall city. Is that a but, good thing or a bad thing? Uh, man, I used to do what you said. I used to just go to a coffee shop and in the day I was, how I was feeling, I was choosing the coffee shop from the vibe I had, you know, because every coffee shop could give you a different thing. You know, you had the coffee shop to go to meet somebody and smoke with somebody. You have the coffee shop where it's more chill so you can do your things, make your music, or I don't know what you guys do. Right. Yeah. I make music. So for me, it was a big part, you know what I mean? So I really lose a big part of, uh, of my life. You know what I mean? Because I'm not a beer drinker. So I don't like to be in a place where people drink. I like to be in a place where people smoke and I can just pass a spliff to somebody or get a spliff to somebody or get to know somebody in the scene, you know. We're seeing that a lot, right? The alternative for people who don't consume alcohol. Exactly, man. Exactly. There's a lot of people out here and they'd rather consume cannabis and the options are closing or the options are. Yeah, Yeah, it's very interesting. After Corona was really, it's really hard to, 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 you know, get back to all this sociality thing. And I mean, for me now, it's just going to Amsterdam to find these vibes lately. Yeah. In the Hague, it's hard to find. I love it. Yeah. Creatives yeah, rule yeah, the yeah. world, man. Yeah, and yeah. this is part of it. Amazing. Do you think they're going to be lifting the restrictions out here soon? Or I don't know, man. You know, it? Holland is really, uh, as we were saying before, uh, it, it, the, the rules are really weird, you know, some, and also every municipality can make a different rule. So yeah, it's like everything could change too. tomorrow. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. 
We're dealing with the same we, thing. I really hope, and uh, we were talking also here to slowly reopen again, also the smoking area. And yeah, I mean, we can just, or not force, but just ask the people to don't put tobacco in their joints, yeah. you know, and they can just smoke pure. And that's what I hope is going to be in the future to just, yeah, you know, because just having the shop, which is takeaway, and I'm working here. So for me, it's a completely different feeling when I miss the social part of the people coming in and coming to you. Hey bro, this flower is really good. You know what I mean? You got a different, yeah, you get yeah. a different interaction with the customer. The energy. Well. The energy, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a big part which I miss here in the shop and which I guess also the people who lives in this city is missing a lot. Too. And the people who normally come to the shop to yeah, exactly, get away yeah. from the from crazy thing, day yeah. or from the monotonous or to create. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah they're missing yeah, that, it too. Yeah, exactly. There was... It was a big part for the city and I hope that we will have it back. It will. This build out in this shop seems fairly new. How long have you guys been here? How long has uh, this been? Like, we've been lounge? here, we opened from 30 years, but we renewed the shop in the last year since uh, Corona started. And since uh, we, it was mostly takeaway in the last uh, year. Sorry, you guys so we made the shop renovated. easier with more cashiers so we could be easier it's working, amazing. you know, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. Uh, Cali inspired too, as far as like um, every single strain has its own branding. Yeah. yeah I like yeah, that. I've never, yeah, I haven't yeah, seen that we, out we here really, anywhere. We really want to inform the people on what they smoke, really hire only professional bartenders who knows what they sell. And we also smoke everything who we, what we sell. So we exactly know what to tell to the customers. We exactly know what, what the product do, does to you as an effect and which terpenes are on it. So we try to give the people also some, some of the new hypes that are, that you guys bring from Cali or mm -hmm. that the Canada is bringing us to house like slurricane or new gelados or ice cream things, you know? Yeah. And we try to give the new, but has, we also try to keep the old school things because here people has been smoking from 30 years. So you really have people who wants the old school thing. So we still keep the old school haze, which is a plant that the father of kids will who will come soon here. Amazing. He, by the oh, way. he keeps the plant for yeah. 35 years. So it's a really old school sativa plant. It's a, it's a Mexican ace. And uh, yeah, we, we try to keep also this kind of taste, you know, like the UK cheese or really Love old it. school things. Yeah. Because we, we, we have a range of customers which goes to the young people, but we also sell it to people of 60 years old who might be, who may want to have those old school terps, you know, who doesn't really like the new funky and uh, gassy terps is, is not for them, you know, but still we want to keep the thing hyped for the people who wants that thing. So we try to have the menu complete and uh, with the good hash selections. Yeah. They can't, there's not a lot of new sativas. No, no, that that's alone. True, we, 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 we always have the, the, the haze menu, which is yeah. always the base for us because Dutch, the Dutch people want you the go. haze, you know, it's uh, the Dutch people really, they come inside and they ask for haze, amnesia, super silver haze. Yes. And our specialist mostly the was most sold is the S5, which is uh, our secret farmer weed, you know, it's our special and people really loves it, man. I mean, Let's hear you, the strains. What strains? What yeah. strains are the hot ones? What, what's yeah, booming? I mean, Let's talk. Booming, the really the, the hot cells are like the S5, as I told you, which is a really, it's similar to a G13, you know, it's like a strong haze, like a really, uh, you say pungent haze, really sativa. That's the one that's our most sold. But we also sell a lot of our Afro because we collaborate with, we collaborate also with Afrogenetic people. So we also sell their strains like the Curacao OG, 
We sell also their um, Caliente OGs. And We've tried all those. Yeah, yeah, they're crazy. Toast Terps. I'm happy because Toast Terps are really new to the scene because here I, I live in the, in the Hague from 10 years and I have to admit only in the last five years, uh, this shop and other shop are getting the level up, you know, because we're trying to bring new, new Terps. Because if you guys go around in the city, you're just going to see classical thing and yeah. here classical thing means haze why widow and uh yeah man I, i was tired of this stuff you know yeah. and i'm happy that a lot at this especially this shop is trying to bring the terps to the city you know what i mean i love it man things, you know? i love it and i and i like when dispensaries or coffee shops out here i like when they buy local too i love yeah, yeah. i love yeah, guys we, like the homie mean green and all these yeah, i mean all yeah, these man, local yeah. growers we try to collaborate also yeah. with the, these people because we want to have our local product we we don't want to have we try at least to have all Options. on our menu yeah exactly we, yeah. We, we mostly try to have organic things organic on our menu we try to check our product really good and we try to sell the best product we find out we don't get just the first weed we we, we find around you know we try to get the best and also the cleanest thing, the, the white ashes weed, you know, like how it burns is a it big burns part, a really big ashes. part, you know, it's a really big part here. And it wasn't, I have to admit until two or three years ago, since you guys made it a thing, you know, <laughs> since, you, <laughs> since we yeah, broke some hearts, to be honest, man, I catch a me, lot of grief about that <laughs> for uh, growers that can't get white ashes still. They're like, man, you started this thing, you know, and. Now people won't buy what I, you know, what I'm growing, but no, it, we've upped the game and that's yeah. all we're here to do is spread knowledge. And that's yeah, why we're man. here to. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, that was the problem technically here in Holland. It's not completely legal as you do have. So you we can really that. test things in the lab. You can really check the plants from seed or from the clone to the end of the product and really check how the product the is. You can write when it, the product was made on the bag. You can tell the customers really everything here. In the shop, technically, they can sell what they want. So a serious shop, you really recognize from the quality of weed that they sell, from how clean the weed it is, from how the weed tastes. And we try always to have the best. We don't want to have old weed. We just try to keep fire. our customers yeah. fire, you know, because that's, that's what it's supposed to be. That's what. What's the best local strain you smoke lately out here? What's some oh, fire local hell, shit? Man, the last. I want to uh, know about the Dutch fire. Oh, <laughs> I know about I the do Cali like, fire. I do like a lot the the Dreams strain gold, that we sell. Say. Also, yeah, the Dreams Gold is one of mm -hmm. the best cushions smoked around lately. Or the Carasays is one of my favorite, which is a uh, which is a, a cross of old school haze and camp dog. So it's a, it's not a completely haze, but we technically so a lot of smoke uh, haze smokers of the city really loved it because it's a haze feeling in the effect. But you get the, this wheat from the different terps from the camp dog, you know, and that and that's really interesting, you know, to to let the people also the haze smokers, you know, which are used to those haze terps to bring them with the same effect, but to a different level of, uh, and the haze terpenes. high, the haze yeah. high is very yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. From, I mean, Pat gods, you experience. can attest to this. Now the experience that the haze gives you versus, and I'm, I'm from Cali, I'm a Cali represent, but it's different. Right. Yeah. And that's why you need everything you need to offer. Cause some days I'm looking for, a smoke and exactly. a talk and and some days I'm not looking to talk and I'm just looking to smoke and create exactly. and get yeah. inside my yeah. head. Yeah. Haze is that. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, it's going to help you in that moment, man. So yeah. I learned that. Here. Most of us grew up, grow up with it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah we all been, I, well, you've I been smoking younger. fire. You got the Jack Herrera cup cranking. Oh man. I yeah. mean, come on. Yeah. Marvin's Marvin, 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 15. I'm uh, 35 yeah. years old now. So I'm, 
20, 20 years uh, smoking experience. Absolutely. But back in the day, it was like we had White Widows, we had Northern Light Special, but more like the those white types as we call them over here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, uh, I was at a grow shop and I was uh, a guy over there who had a, a, a new type of haze. <laughs> and when I smoked it, that was like, I was fell in love with it. You know, it was like this, the smell and it was like so amazing. And after that, it became so popular. You got these different varieties. This was like the legit real amnesia. Oh, um, yeah. I can't find it anywhere anywhere anymore because uh, it's all, you know, different types of hazes that grew out of it later. But. Or phenos. People pop yeah. seeds of the, of yeah. the original and now they have their own pheno, so it's a little different. And they cross, I mean, but also the, um, the haze, like Kagel's uh, <coughs> haze and yeah. the, the old school haze. I mean, for me, I, we had so many uh, entries last year. We had 28 haze entries in the cup. And for me personally, I one of my favorites is the uh, the Carol's haze. Yeah, yeah. First time I smoked, yeah, that's that was a crazy like, one. Crazy one, one, bro. And unfortunately, it did not win anything. I mean, yeah, I'm not a judge, but if it was up to me, then 100, that's the best I yeah. uh, had in the yeah. selection. It's right? like waves, right? I feel like a, a lot of people are going to go after the Cali stuff right now. Yeah, just man. to be honest. Yeah. But the key to this, in my opinion, coming from a grow side is embrace both. Yes. Just like you guys are doing. Yeah. yeah. Just like you guys are doing. Let's and get some Cali genetics grown Dutch. Oh, yeah. 100%. That would be interesting, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, really interesting because uh, um, I've been. We're tasting uh, some. We're tasting some. Right? <laughs> right man, being green. Sure. But like Fire, I say, with the bro. haze in the U.S., Fire. I've been traveling quite a lot to the U.S. in the past years, and I never found the haze that we have over here. Exactly. Over it isn't here. I swear that car- no, another Karma Genetics gave us some haze yesterday, and I swear I was in a time machine from ten years ago. <laughs> I haven't tasted that. I we haven't had upgrade. that, and I've seen a lot of haze. Yeah. That's that's primarily what was coming through. You know what I mean? But there, it, it's just like every everything in life, right? It's like new waves and new ages, and there is a new generation forming, and they are into some really different shit, yeah. and there's some really cutting edge flavors coming out. But nostalgically and classically, I think the classic uh, flavors definitely got to stay in the catalog. They must. And that the quality just needs to be procured on, on them to keep raising the bar in that, in that sense, you know what I'm saying? Where it's the best experience for the smoker because smoking haze is completely different than smoking like gelato or like oh, this yeah. black truffle I'm rolling up right here that you guys have. Yeah. It's, looking it's crazy. Cali flavor, <laughs> looking insane, but completely different experience. And, and that's what's dope about out here is that, you can, like you said, depending on how you feel that day, yeah, you can pick yeah, a coffee yeah. shop and say, I'm going to go over here yeah. and create this experience exactly. and change it up. And that's the most beautiful thing about cannabis because it, you really can't do that in anything else. You can't do that in alcohol. You can't no, do that in, a, no, in many other things. It's, it can't be a different experience every single time. And that's why cannabis is, you know, such King. a beautiful oh, thing like yeah, that. Yeah. But, but then I want to jump in a little and, and refer to the book of Jack Herrera. Um, basically, which describes all the things that you can make out of cannabis, um, which is basically our entire life supplies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, we can yeah, make yeah. clothing, we can it's make crazy. fuel, we yeah. can make oil, ha- build houses, we can make uh, educate everything. everything. Yeah. Ed- educate the listeners, Mark, and, and and what inspired you to come up with the Jack Rare Cup and uh, well, and, and devote to this? Uh, well, we started this in 2016 in Vegas, um, together with uh, my former partner uh, uh, over there. And um, basically, we had the luck to walk into Genie at a High Times event over there. And we heard the story, what was happening. And we were like, okay, let's, you know, keep this legacy alive. That's what our main goal, main drive is. 
And I've helped uh, Randall out over there for three years in Vegas. And then uh, yeah, we decided, okay, let's bring it to Europe because I'm from Amsterdam. And we, you know, we, we do have had some cups around here. Um, the first ones. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know, you I, like I, I, I talk about that. It's like Amsterdam is the first society to claim cannabis. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And also the you first know, ones that started with a cup. Celebrated uh, yeah, it. Uh, 30 years ago. Yeah, like 100%. That, yeah. So we're coming back here full circle. Um, and I came here when I was 19, back mm-hmm. in like 2007. And I, I don't know, I'm just kind of confused. I, I thought it would be, I thought it would be a lot more ahead. And it seems like it's been very repressed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. In the last year. So, so guys, well, the thing, yeah. the thing how I think is, is going to be, is, uh, we all know it's going <laughs> to be legal one day. Because when you look in the world, you look at, for example, where you guys are from, America. America, I see this as the blueprint now of the rest of the world. So the way you guys do it is perfect. I hope now. Well, no, I hope you take it and upgrade it because for the growers, it's not. There's a lot of flaws in the system for the small guy. Okay. Big corporations, easy for them to get in and get what they want. They need to open it up to the legacy farmers and the legacy guys, the guys who have been putting their ass on the line for 30 years. Well, basically what happens. Wow, I thought that was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also surprised. Basically what happens and begins to happen is the shops get the B plus mm-hmm. and the black market gets the A plus. Oh, that's wow. what's happening right now in America. Uh, but that's yeah. crazy because I Everywhere. thought everything was registered it's from the seat. Millions the of end, dollars. Right? So very it, hard to get a license. license very hard yeah. to get uh, all the capital together. Mm-hmm. Think about the talented musicians and all these people. How mm-hmm. many of them would you have heard if they didn't get that big money behind them? Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody you wouldn't have heard their music. No, no, them, no, never, that's no, what no, we're no. dealing with in cannabis right now. And that's yeah. what's happening in the U.S. There's so much untapped potential and, and that's talent you, mm-hmm. and corporate America. or Well, the corporate guys, they don't want to listen to them about, you know, this, that or the other when it comes to what they really need to produce or what it would really cost or how small the margins may be in the first five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really different, man. It's, it's changed a lot and it's not easy for the little guy. I hope that when they legalize here, they look at it and they say, okay, how do we make it Dutch? Yeah. Okay. But then yeah, I have to, right. Start. Like, yeah, how do you yeah, make I it your so. own? Let's make yeah. it your own a little bit. But yeah, that, but yeah that's just, just from the inside looking out though. Right. From <laughs> on the small the guy thing that's going on right now. I haven't. What? So, well, basically they got like this experiment, uh, 10 which, licenses, which right? Is like, yeah. With 10 licenses for a four year, uh, uh, experiment project. And basically, which is on hold right now, what I hear. Yeah. Um, but what happened over there is this should be, this supposed to be a thing, which is for the local growers. And now what happened is that like corporate companies come in and I'm not going to go put on any names, but that's how it, what you just explained. Sounds like California. The money is, is, is is exactly is, 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 uh, you know, deciding at this point. It's persuasive. I know many growers (laughs) in this country that want to go and, and, and go to the chamber of commerce over here and ride in a company and start legal tomorrow. And pay. it's their life's passion and exactly. pay taxes and pay taxes. And, and, they and want be, to pay taxes straight. so badly, but they don't go to do it right now because they can't what's happening is first of all, you see the corporate companies coming in. Mm-hmm. So that's what pulling them back. But also if they go in right now and, and the, the, the government knows who these people are, then there's no way back. So there's all kinds of flaws in the system. It's absolutely oh, yeah. crazy. I just, they always go corporate with it. And then after about eight to 10 years, all the small guys start to enter in, in masses then because people start to fail because they, they're not the culture. 
They're, they're, yeah, the they're not from the cannabis culture, so they don't even know how to grow really the, the, the fire. They add steroids even the genetic, they to don't the have, black market. Yeah, yeah. The black market's yeah, going to yeah, yeah, boom yeah. if they do that. Because I, I hear they're even limiting what strains. You can only grow cert, like 10 strains and you have to. There's some weird thing with strains uh, too. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. Li- they're limiting in in ways that just makes zero sense. It's, it's really it just crazy. literally makes yeah. zero sense. It's like open it up, tax it, and keep it fucking moving. But you know what'll yeah. happen? So the you know, like, it just won't people, work, and it'll no. it'll take years for it to yeah, not work. There's a lot of countries to try yeah. and fail, and then suddenly one will try to mix some of them, and we'll find the perfect. They don't learn so they from each take, other, though. No. Like California, uh, we didn't learn from Colorado. No? Mm-hmm. We didn't. We looked from the outside, and they have a bunch of people. And the lady who, who ran the whole program in California, she just resigned. And it was under some weird, did she take, I think it was some crazy news stories going on and she resigned, right? So it's just very interesting because every state ends up taking the corporate money Yeah. because it's, it's weird. It doesn't, they, they think it's bigger money and it's more secure, but if you just took licensing from all the small guys who are the culture, I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And it, the in consumer the end of, would the end be of the world uh, over the end, end of the day is like when you look uh, over here, a lot of people say, follow the money, right? Yeah. So when you follow the money and when you look into the registered companies in like Canada, the top 10 shareholders are the same shareholders of Visa, Coca-Cola, uh, Red Bull, doesn't matter. All these, all these uh, stock market companies. So this also is for me like a, a, like a proof that it's going to be legal because these people, they control what's happening in the world. And yeah, if primarily Amazon, once Amazon signs on, it's. Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely going to happen because look at Netflix and Prime and they're all advocating well, for big cannabis tech. Uh, 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 documentaries and all stuff like this. It's going to take if big tech because happened. big tech is the government now. Well, Big I think that the is government the is in a different order, layer of like. a different layer of the so-called pyramid. I mean, yeah. the government is, is in the middle of that, and there's uh, corporate companies and, and individuals above that, which basically. W- wouldn't you agree strings. though that companies like Amazon, Uber, these t- these type of companies, mm-hmm. uh, like even Apple, well, once look they at sign Google, up, Facebook, Google, uh, exactly. Once <laughs> they, social media platform, so that's pretty much the government or, or media. In my opinion, know? it's like the way they can censor the world. Yeah. They're pretty much the, the new government and the, the new world order, if you will, because once they get OK with cannabis, I think it'll legalize. That. That'll be legalization. Honest, it's honestly. Happening. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you see here in Europe. I mean, we, uh, in Spain, a lot of things were happening in a positive way. Unfortunately, yeah. last week they made some uh, radical changes and which is bad. Because this is just like, you know, uh, bouncing people around for no reason. Before legalization and before they start to tax it and they bring structure to it, that's always happens the same way. They start to come down on it and then there's a, a struggle, but you know, and, and all that. But I mean, on a positive note, I fucking love it here and oh, we're yeah. smoking fire <laughs> oh, yeah. and the Jack Rare cup. And I mean, like, honestly, for for people in America, you got to get out here, man, because yeah. people want to say like Cali's got the best weed and they do, man. They do. Right. Because we have the best growers from all over the, yeah, the country yeah, and the world. Coming. But this is the thing. It's different, man. Different it's different. Yeah. I come here and I, I met the right guys. <laughs> I'm smoking the same exact quality fire as I would smoke with the growers in California because I, I'm meeting the right people and I'm yeah, in the yeah. right places. We did our research. You got the clean product. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm just being honest, man. Like, it's all in who you know and and you do your research because all these places we're putting on and all these people we're talking to actually smoke the fire and have the fire. 
So like when you come out here, it's such a different experience than, than California or America. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, I'm finding an excuse to get out here more often. I absolutely love it. And especially greenhouse guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, with all the respect last year, they won absolutely. six awards with us. Which oh, is wow. Crazy. Wow. There's like 20 on the shelf over yeah, here. That's insane. It's the first thing you see when you walk in <laughs> yeah. all the trophies. It's beautiful. All the awards. Every cup that's uh, being held in Holland, where the greenhouse attends yeah. with, really? they always they did our like best to, to find the best things it's out crazy. and to work with the most passionate people in the uh, in, around us. You know, we always try to get the best extractions and the best things out there. Yeah. Only work with organic yeah. farmers, you know, and uh, people who has really the knowledge on it. And uh, yeah, man. You got to keep up updating everything yeah, that yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're, run, yeah. Yeah. you're running a good business here. I yeah, mean, this is an impressive business. I come in here, I'm impressed. Yeah. From the interior Thanks, design Thanks, to the I'm menu, to, to the technology, to the vibe, the atmosphere, yeah. everything. I'm thoroughly impressed. And then just to back with all the awards and the product, I Thanks, mean, that, that wraps it full circle. Like, yeah, I, uh, it, I'm honored to be here and, and to definitely be speaking with you guys. And Talk to us about like the first Jack Herrera Cup in Europe. Like, what was that like when you first brought it over from Vegas to Europe? Well, honestly, it was really exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I like it. because I, I didn't know what was happening, and there was a lot of rumors about another cup that was uh, held the year before that, and there was a lot of issues over there with that one. So we were like, okay, are people going to trust the cup in general uh, anyway? And then, yeah, we, I just walked into the, all the places um, and we just were lucky to have enough uh, people on board. So we have everything uh, that we needed to uh, be covered to cover that up. Uh, we even were able to fly Jeannie in from uh, the U.S. over here. So she had a lovely week in Amsterdam and we wow. had a lovely time with her at the Hard Rock. I'm really thankful that we made an exclusive deal with the Hard Rock. So we're the only, That's big. only cannabis wanna... event that can be, uh, you know, pulled off uh, over there. That's at the big. hard rock. No, that's big. Yeah. When I saw that on the on the, the booklet you gave us here, it's it solidifies it. It's like, yo, it's a good, good co quality know, good collab, good collaboration of like where you can have the event. And, you know, it's dope that you got it that in the hard rock in Amsterdam. Are you guys at the hard rock in Vegas too? Yeah, uh, the, that's where it all started. Exactly, uh, and then you brought it over here strip. to Amsterdam. That's legendary. So that's amazing. Yeah. And then, uh, over in Amsterdam, they were like, uh, yeah, this is a, such a cool thing. And we endorse cannabis. So we were like, okay, let's do it. And obviously yeah. you cannot smoke inside because that's the, the laws over here. But outside of the terraces, they are all Plenty of friendly, coffee shops. And plenty of coffee shops around in Amsterdam. How, how, yeah. how, how do you guys go about like, how does the Jack Herrera Cup work? Um, well, basically what we do is we have uh, the variety of categories. Uh, this year we have 12 categories. And what we do is we have uh, one, a uh, second, uh, uh, sorry, a first, a second, and a third place uh, that you can win. And people, they just can, coffee shops, they can enter or growers, they can enter. And what we do is we have a, a judge house where we have one week of judging. And all the judges will judge all the entries blind. So we had an endorsement deal with Chubby Gorilla last year. So they used to uh, provide us the jars. And then what we did is we put uh, all the flowers in there. We numbered them. We labeled them. So the judges, they get the, the jars labeled. And then they just need to smoke them in the, the week. <laughs> the good part. Yeah, but what, yeah. We don't, what we don't want is that people, uh, you know, smoke like one after another, after another, after another, because then you can't, uh, you know, yeah, judge you need some properly. Time. Yeah, yeah, you need some time yeah. to enjoy it. Yep. So that's why we put six judges in the house for a week. 
And, uh, you know, let them have fun. (laughs) That is epic. Six judges in the house for a week and everyone basically gets to take their time and experience everything as they go. Like, I'm going to smoke this this day while I'm doing this. And and then let me later while the sun's setting, I'm going to smoke this strain. So honestly, you get to really experience every single strain. That's well, super yeah, cool. Yeah, hundred percent. That's also different than what we did in Vegas. In Vegas, it was judged by judges from their home, you know, and that's a different thing than when you just go into a place and with uh, with six and, and eventually ten people. We were in the house. You will have to click, you know. Oh <laughs> man, for a week. It's, it's more like real a, world. It's like a jury trial. Yeah, We had Uncle Stoner. We had Master Bong in the first year. Uh, we had Ava Dabber uh, from Leafly by then. Uh, well, maybe this will, maybe this would be a good cool. time to yeah. to bring in a judge and tell us about his experience. We oh, got yeah. Captain Hooter in the building, Ooh, hoop, right here, hoop, special hoop. judge of the Jack Herrera Cup, Captain Hooter. Um, we'll talk to him here shortly in a second. He can tell us about his experience being the judge and yes. uh, and, and and his journey of being a cannabis advocate. Anything else you want to talk about the with greenhouse secret farmers, man? What's next for you guys? Yeah, what are you looking forward to out here? Yeah, we always try to 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 we want to collaborate always with new now to bring new strains uh, like uh, some new American flavors and uh, like you guys also have interview. I saw Doja Park, so we're now. Having some Doja strains also on the menu. Shout out so to Yomi Doja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm really impressed from the quality, you know. And we got now Rainbow Belts, which uh, was amazing, bro. I've, yeah, I'm really impressed. We Fire. got also the Big Scotty. And uh, we're going to get also some uh, Rosin coming in soon from uh, the guy Extractor, who is going to join us, I guess, later, later on. Absolutely. And, uh, That's we, fire. we always going to... We are now going to try to keep, keep uh, the, the American way, you know, we're trying to get both. with some Cause, American cause we need, flavors. We need you know? Dutch yeah. and Cali, you know what it's, I mean? It's, yeah. it's, that's weird, you know, we guys, uh, how what you were talking about before, you know, for me now, it's like the Kelly, the Kelly vibe, you know, I want to go to Kelly and you guys are having well, the here. Amsterdam vibe, you know, I mean. Well, uh, you know what, you guys got over here what we need and we got over there what you need. Yeah, exactly. So that, yeah, that's that's, that's why it's fun to collaborate. <laughs> but back in the <laughs> days, guys, we all, it all we come from shit. Europe anyway, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, with yeah. New Amsterdam Absolutely. and then later yeah, yeah, on, exactly. yeah, yeah, places. Yeah. Right, right when I was old enough, I came out here to smoke weed. That was my, the basis of my trip was like, we had a free place to stay. My, one of my best friends was, his family was Dutch. Stayed with his relatives and it was like 20, 30 minutes from the city. And uh, we came to smoke weed and we smoked at every single <laughs> shop. We, we you guys went like low. everybody we went from all over the world had a lot of fun. And then days, we found man. a smart shop, a mushroom shop. Yeah. And our, our trip changed. <laughs> what was your yeah, favorite? Very different trip after that. What was your favorite strain though when you came out when you were that? Like Big that Buddha one. cheese. Yeah, that was the one. Times, huh? That was the 2007. Really? Yeah, yeah. times, I, yeah, I kept bro. going back to that. I was like, yo, this is it. But it was big Buddha cheese, and I know that that yeah, shit was just like, the days yo, of the cheese, yeah. There's a real dope shop down there. Um, not to digress too much, but it's it's on the canal, and there's like the booths have windows where you're like looking out like eye level at the canal almost. Uh, Trippy. It was Hill Street Blues, probably. Maybe. It was full of graffiti inside. Maybe. What you go the down, stickers. but you see the windows in the canal. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It, it used blues. to be a coffee yeah, shop. Then it was so just a dope. bar amazing. for a while. Now it's so amazing. Dope, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For real. And Amsterdam's we would just sit there, the roll up and smoke and, and drink hot tea. And that's when I realized like, 
Damn, when you drink hot tea, when you smoke, it's like really complimenting. It like helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know they offer I mean? it at so, every place out here. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. a you don't big get thing. that in the US, really. No, like, yeah. nah. It's, no. It's, it's, people aren't offering it. When I ask for hot tea at a restaurant, they look at me crazy. Really? <laughs> you know what they'll Isn't hand you? you know, They're going like, to hand what? you a bottle of water that was sitting by the window. There's your hot water. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like that's, 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 that's <laughs> so the hospitality, it's, you know, yeah. but we're hoping it's that so it'll weird, come man. to Vegas. It'll come to Miami. It'll, it's definitely coming to New York. Vegas just now allowed lounges. We're going to see what happens. You know what I mean? Maybe the Jack Rare Cup will come back in a lounge. We'll do a live podcast. At the club, Vegas. Oh yeah, we can manifest some shit and make it happen. I'm hoping the lounges. I'm hoping they really open it up and allow us to enjoy some hospitality while we enjoy good, good herb. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, because no matter where we are at, you know, the herb is going to come from all over. You know, if we're in Vegas, it's going to come from all over. It's not just going to come from Vegas. You know what I mean? So, and we're seeing Cali everywhere. I mean, absolutely (laughs) everywhere. It's it's a global import at this point. It is. And, really the, and the and, yeah, and the price point, guys. What do you think about the comparison when you look at the menu? When you compare like Dutch wheat prices and when you look at Cali wheat prices, local versus import. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but the the prices definitely. I'll say this just to be in the forefront: prices are going to regulate. Mm-hmm. The prices are going to regulate. You know what happened with COVID? That spike and all yeah, this jump and all the crazy thing. Pretty oh, yeah, crazy. With the hash, for it's going to regulate. Yeah. It's going to have to regulate flour in the country flour in the, in California is top. I mean, the top stuff is realistically four forty five, five fifty five, and six. And I think, yeah. I, I think the top stuff is between five and $6,000 a P right, a, a pound right now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's top right now. Yeah. It's at the top I've ever seen it. And it's, right. I've been in around 20 years. It's like that for yeah. real estate. Never been this price for you guys, I guess, yeah. right? Never. So Not since 20 years. Peak. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. you that you've wow. been in 20 years in the, in the cannabis thing, I guess it's a really high price, right? Yeah, it is. It's very high price. But at the same time, we're dealing with a saturation problem in the U.S. with oh. mediocre and low yeah, end yeah, 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 yeah. Also like hemp, low end hemp, you know, mass, mass, mass production. And yeah. It's proving that the consumer isn't interested in these products. They want all. top shelf, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, to yeah. smoke them at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like maybe yeah, for yeah. like whatever topical treatments, this and that. But how much are you really buying of that? You know what I mean? So yeah. flour and extracts are what's selling and what people want. So it's about top tier and it's about raising the bar. Hash rosin is real big where yeah. back in the States, I don't see any of that out here. Uh, you guys yeah, are still on like uh, the isolator yeah, yeah. and the bubble yeah, yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. We got it, which yeah. is Something again, something that we need to switch. Yeah, you guys need yeah. to bring some rosin yeah, over exactly. here and we oh, need yeah. to bring some, some forms of bubble or these yeah. hash forms that you guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. even love in them. You guys Absolutely haven't cool. got even Moroccan hash is hard to find in your place. Right? Oh man. It's, it's funny to say that like it would be looked down more on to bring in Moroccan hash than it would be to make hash in California. Yeah, people yeah, yeah. would, I don't know how people would accept it. It'd be very interesting. Like they'd be cool with it, but there's this wave right now of like local and yeah, like local, exactly, local. like, yeah, Oh, yeah. I know the guy who made it. Yeah, yeah, I know that definitely. that guy made definitely. it. Yeah, and yeah. that that's like the wave right now. You know, you get real close to the grower or the hash maker. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think yeah, it's, yeah. And I, I think with a business like you're running, right? Like any hospitality business, you have to do both. There's a market for everybody and it's just about what are you willing to pay for it? But also yeah. how much yeah. effort and how much passion and how much time does a breeder put into his product? 
That's what I think people, a lot of people noted. forget out mm-hmm. here because more than it's ever say, been noted. Why do I pay three times the price? And I'm like, okay, well, it takes three times longer. And then they're like, yeah, that's crazy. They don't know about curing. They don't know about nothing yeah. about that, you know. And that's what's also important to educate. People need to be more educated about here. Also, a thing before I forget, I brought a present from you for you guys. Then we're switching from weed and hash to edible. <laughs> oh, my Because <laughs> that's also a thing Whoa. out here. I don't, okay. I, I got like, I don't know if you're a heavy smoker. I got yeah. like a really strong one. I got like yeah, the we normal smoke. ones. We smoke heavy. We smoke heavy. <laughs> yeah, so we do. And let, me, let me give you, you Stoney's. heavy one. All right. Stoney's. Stoney's. Okay. Choco wow. Loco Bar. Choco on, Loco. Man. Choco Loco. I'm going to get a video. Locos. I'm going to get a video for all the, and then we all have the first a, smoke a, family that's got this almond. exclusive asset. Access. We're on the Stonies right now. Look at this. Almond, caramel, salted caramel. And wow. that one is uh, milk chocolate. That's a double dose. I so like that's the 250 packaging. milligrams. These are each 100. Oof. I don't know which flavor you like. Boom. Whatever you think, brother. Well, do you like caramel? Yeah, perfect. I would definitely <laughs> try the caramel. <laughs> do it. Yeah, this is 100 milligrams. Five pieces, Ooh. 20 gram milligrams basically each. If I take two of them, then I sleep very well. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 200, that's a lot. No, no, no. I mean, two pieces. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm a smoker. I was know? about to say, I'm not an edible guy, bars? but with me, two slices, yeah. I'm like good. You know? I would like to turn this into a s'more. <laughs> Watch out with it. <laughs> Take half of it and turn it into a s'more, you know, like a roasted s'more. Man, that's what's up. We might Thank get you. some, we might get some more food before we, you, uh, before we eat some of these. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know. Find a good uh, field. Yeah, and lay down. Since we're not going to be here, what we would expect at the Jack Herrera Cup 2021. At the Hard Rock itself is going to be an amazing uh, event because um, the past year, nothing has been going on, honestly. For us, it's always a gamble because you never know if they're going to lock down anything. But if you don't gamble, you're never going to win, you know. So we have to uh, take, put the balls on the, on the plate and do it. Luckily, we have a lot of support from the industry and people, uh, you know, they respect it that we do do it instead of just, uh, you know, wait until uh, things are going to happen. And we don't like to wait. We don't like to sit still. And yeah, we just want to continue the legacy of Jack. And uh, I think uh, the event itself is going to be like the first time. It's going to be like a reunion for a lot of people from the industry. I mean, it's like networking. It's a business to business event. So it's it's not like consumers are going to walk around there. With all due respect to the consumers, obviously, because, uh, yeah, we love them and uh, they're going to be able to have the live stream this year. So they are able to check the ceremony live, which is a new thing because we do want to have some interaction, obviously, with the consumers. But the event itself is a business to business event and it's for networking for the people from the industry and the award show, obviously. And that's uh, yeah, where it's getting really excited because that's where for the attendees it's all about, obviously. Can you give us into... A few things you got you got planned for the people, since it won't be spoiling it. Um, well, we have some interesting interesting uh, judges. Um, we also have a, a lifetime achievement award uh, this year again. Oh wow! And since it's going to be broadcasted after, I can uh, tell you the three people that we uh, nominated for this. Um, Mila Janse, she's the first nominee. Then we have uh, Ben. Oh, sorry, Ben Dronkers. <laughs> that was the one who won it in the first place. Uh, Henk de Vries from uh, uh, the Bulldog and Werner Browning. Wow. Uh, he's the founder wow. of Mellow Yellow. Those are the three that are the uh, nominees for the Lifetime Achievement Award. Wow. So I hope wow. they will attend at the event and uh, one of those three will be uh, the yeah, lucky winner of that the Lifetime Achievement. Absolutely. Congratulations to whoever takes that home and wins that. 
Oh yeah, because all three of them, whoever wins that, it's they are uh, you know they're legends and they are Absolutely. people that need to be respected and need to be uh, thought about. You know, I mean, it's, it's the, they are the reason why we are sitting here today and celebrated and yeah. rewarded. I like where your head's at, Mark. I like how you do business. I like how you uh, make things happen. That's why we're here Thanks, right man. now, man. Appreciate For it. For real. You got to just get up and get it done and make it happen. Exactly. Can't sit back and no. got to go full speed ahead. Yep. Especially in this business. If you want to make a change, then you got to do and make that change yourself. Absolutely. You know? 100%. It's not going to come by. <laughs> Hell yeah. Definitely not going to show up. <laughs> Great place right, to meet Mark? other growers. Great place no to way. meet other people that are in the community, yes. man. Absolutely. Connect. Hell yeah. Also, the vibe on this table, guys, is amazing. I mean, I just met you, but it's, yeah, I feel the I energy is that. really good. Yeah, you too. It. I can yeah. tell you're a good yeah. person, man, and you're a real Thanks, business man. person, I and I respect that. So Thanks, you're really man. putting in the work, and I know what it takes to put in that work. So Appreciate it a lot, man. Yeah, absolutely. For you guys uh, yeah. as well. Appreciate what you're doing and as you come all the way from Cali over here to it. You know, we're here with the locals, living like locals, and yeah, we, we appreciate that you guys let us in like that and let us get that experience because we realize, like, it's not everyone's experience that comes to Amsterdam, you know what I mean? <laughs> to get to know all the good spots. Yeah, and I will say this, this is a tight knit community. It's, it's like this in Cali too, where there's a group of breeders, growers and uh, curators and, and, and tastemakers that stick together that are raising the levels constantly and, and, and changing the game and innovating. So I see that out here and I see you guys rolling together as a crew and really appreciating both ends as well. So I'm hoping this will influence a lot of the Cali homies and a lot of the people back home to sign on with some of the Dutch stuff and, you know, really appreciate Amsterdam for everything they've done for cannabis. Connoisseurs will. They'll love some of these flavors. Absolutely. So hell yeah. All right. We're going to bring Captain Hooter in. Let's do it. Hey, Dejan, we appreciate you, bro. Dejan's going to peace out. We're going to stick with Mark and uh, the Jack Herrera Cup. He's going to bring on Captain Hooter, who's one of the judges of the Jack Herrera Cups. Appreciate you, Dejan. Thanks for hosting us in this beautiful facility, brother. Man, man, Captain go. Hooter, here he is. <laughs> hey, what's, what's up, guys? big dog? How you doing? Cali, back in the house. Captain Hooter, start off, man. Where are you from, brother? Uh, originally from California. Born I can tell. In, actually, I can tell. Angeles, That's why I had to know. Uh, grew up in uh, Palm Springs. Okay. Enjoyed uh, uh, Cali Bud uh, uh, from the get go. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So do we. Traveled, uh, traveled around, uh, all around California for a long time. Had my wife and I ended up starting a company, uh, uh, what, 35 years ago, uh, that planned events and meetings all around the world. And, uh, we started making regular rounds here into Amsterdam right around 1995. Caught one of the early cannabis cups with Jack Herrera actually was, was there, uh, Chef Ra, remember Chef Ra? He was the cooking guy from originally from high times magazine uh steve uh hager i believe was the 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 editor at that time you know we had got what was it probably about six seven hundred people mostly americans a wide swath of of different kinds of people all in one shot everybody paid in those days it was like seven hundred the you know eight hundred dollars and you got a sample from all of the participating you know, uh, uh, coffee shops in those days. And, uh, you know, my wife and I got set up over at the grand hotel. We, mm-hmm. we got there about a week early, got one of our VIP badges all dialed in and, and started our adventure here in, in Amsterdam and, and started hitting, you know, the greenhouse was probably our first place. Got to meet Franco and, and, wow. uh, what year was this? 1995. 
Wow. This is, I mean, this, and this is, is your this first is time in Amsterdam. Very first time for me. My wife had been here. Wow. Before, and so your first time you, you came and got set up, you got set up with a, a judge's kit, me, Franco. Boom. And, and learned about cannabis way more than what I had ever learned. Before. Right. You learned from in the, the best, man. real history hit all of the first, you know, wow. the big coffee shops. And in those days there were hundreds of them. There were so many more, there were all over the wow. place. And, uh, so that began my process and, you know, over the next, you know, 20 years, I used to come every other year or so and, and would do the cannabis cup. And, uh, about what, seven years ago, uh, eight years ago, uh, semi-retired from my, my business in California, moved here to Amsterdam, right in the center, literally right across the street from the greenhouse. And uh, right here in the Hague. Right. No, no, no. This was in Amsterdam, right oh, in the center it. of Amsterdam. Right. Got it. And um, just kind of making some decisions about what I'm going to do with my career and everything. And my old man passed away in California. Mm-hmm. Bummer. Right. So wow. I fly back to California I come back. I'm talking to my best friend from, from uh, Canada. My old nickname years ago was Captain Hooter from whenever there was some sort of giant task to who can hit that bong, clear that bong, who could roll the biggest joint, who could do, this is a job for Captain Hooter. Captain right? Hooter. So I had, it. yeah, exactly. One of those kind of things. And that was, that was just, it was a call Captain name. Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just a nickname. And what's funny uh, is I'm, I'm eating some of this chocolate edible you just gave me right here. And I realize we have an infused dinner tonight. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, Let's start away. to stack it, bro. Come on. Yeah. Sorry, to inter- <laughs> sorry to interrupt Captain Hooter. Let's I, get this boulder rolling. I just had a 911 emergency in my, in my head. Oh, <laughs> it tastes amazing. And that's why I'm like pushing it further away. I'm like, he'll I eat know, the whole thing. I know Watch. myself. It's like, nah, he's going to. No, back into it, Captain. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So anyway, the, 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 the bottom line was that, uh, I had a friend from Canada who was coming down to visit me and uh, he said, what was uh, the best coffee shop now that you're living there? What's the best coffee shop? Yeah. I'm a very analytical person. I said, I don't know. I haven't been to all of them. And that was literally the beginning of, of to the, that date. What do you think the best was? Well, what well, I did, what was your favorite? A, yeah. Okay, so, so, so here's the thing. There was at the time that that was the question, there was 169 coffee shops. Yes. You were like undecided. No, I, I, I went to all of them. Holy shit. I did shit. all 169 of them. I started, you sound like this guy. He went to Las Vegas and went to every single casino his first trip. And gambled. Yeah. I gambled yeah. at every single casino yeah. in Vegas. Which one did you lose the most? <laughs> Honestly, that trip, I was chilling. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I had some extra fun because of it. Yeah, oh, really? Vegas is a fun place. You like know? Begin, was beginner's luck the first time because I had it with craps the first time. I, I was wearing a suit. I was like, whoa, this is my game. I was wearing a suit, so I got treated pretty nice. I came in in a full suit, and I went to every single casino and i gamble i mean but yeah i'm i'm like that too i get put on missions yeah. and oh, there's man. no yeah. getting me out so of my yeah. mission mode 100, 169 shots 169. what was the journey like so the, 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 literally i started off too aggressively i started off trying to do five a day and but i did it like they do with the michelin restaurants right where uh, i did exactly the same thing at each place and i used the exact same language and a lot of these places had never seen me before so i had no right. i had no reputation they didn't know anything about me anything and i thought that i had my game together enough to be able to take this on right and about a week into it i started to realize that a lot of the names of the cultivars that that were being put on the screen was not what I was seeing. 
the switcheroo. It, there was just a lot of it. Pulling and, the switcheroo on Captain Hoot. But, but, <laughs> but I was, I wasn't, I wasn't really, I knew something, you know, the song, you know, you something's happening, but you don't know what it is. Yep. And, and I, I thought I was, I was out of my league and I, I've I been there into, before. Yeah, I can I, relate. I got really lucky and I got connected uh, through a friend of mine to uh, the Tricom Institute. Got it. And Max. Max Montrose. Yes. And Max Montrose saved the whole project, basically. And so how many, how many, how many did you get in before you met? Spit some facts to us. Like, yeah, Tricom. How many, how many coffee shops in before you met uh, him? And and 15, 15. 15. And, and what threw me off, which was funny was Snoop Dogg, Cali Kush. I went, in, I went into one of the shops and the guy goes, Snoop Dogg, Cali Kush. And I was still fresh coming from Cali. And so I'm going, damn, okay, finally, I've got something that I can count on. You know, and I know this like the back of my hand and it wasn't even close. You know, it wasn't even in a ballpark. And I go, man, I, maybe I'm not really suited to do this. And I, you know, Max, just the, the maximum class got my interpreting, you know, in, in gear started to look at things a little differently instead of looking at the, the, the names or the, the THC. Start looking at the herbs. Start taking smelling it, for yeah. the terps. It's exactly. I don't even pay attention. They show that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see it. Right. So <laughs> I don't even know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty cold hearted when it comes to it at this point. I'm just like, let me see it. Let me look at it. I got to You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I went back at it. I finished them all. I picked out the top 20, uh, handed out awards, did a whole deal. I wrote, the Connoisseur's Guide to the Amsterdam Coffee Shops. And where can oh, that be wow. found? That's a book? Uh, it's on Amazon. On it's Amazon. Been, it's been out for a couple of years. That's okay. That was 2018. I redid the book uh, last year and went through. I included some cities like uh, Utrecht and including this one, which this is one of the grand winners, as you guys obviously picked Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Uh, this is the spot. We didn't pick out. They picked us out. Yeah. Man. Well, I'll tell you. Thankfully. What, yeah. I'll tell you what. You landed right on the. Uh, the we had the, some. We had a spot. You right know? on the money. We had some good guidance and we're yeah. here at the greenhouse secret farmer smoking fire. Brilliant. With Captain Hooter. And I, you know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Straight up. So Straight I just got up, back, yeah. you know, I, I, I just got back from Portugal to go check out what the scene was. And while I've been here, I've been just scouting wow. around and getting all the other. Let's hear about that. Portugal's pretty sad, dude. That was you know, the grows are. Everything. Let's hear about the grow. Like, so what's the grow like? I didn't didn't. What, I, I got one bud. OK. In oh, two weeks man. that I was there. I was no. up in Porto. So I wasn't, I didn't go down further, you know, but, or anything. but I had a bunch of different people that knew I was coming and, uh, the, the five over there, it's like, I, I felt like I was going back to California in 1972 or something. And, you know, the Damn. church is a very heavy influence there. The wine industry is a very heavy influence there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I floated around some ideas with a few people there and they all said, yeah, no, that, that's not, <laughs> that's not going to be happening here anytime soon. What type of ideas, Captain? Uh, well, you know, lounges, you know, got it, uh, especially Clubs. beautiful locations. You know, I was just in Jamaica and Jamaica has got the How? lounges down there. Right. Oh, now. Yeah. Tell, oh please. Jamaica tell us, is beautiful. Please guys. tell us about that. Mm, there. Mm. Captain Hooters, so, a world traveler. Well, I had no idea. This is my new You're book. a cannabis pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, no, I, on the hey, I was, I, if I'm there, I'm going to try it. You know, absolutely. Uh, no, you're a cannabis pirate. You're going was, all over. I, I love it. Captain Hooter makes sense. I was, I was just in Jamaica for eight months uh, from November, right after the, the last year's the cup up until just about a month ago and I was in, in Jamaica and I'm, I'm writing a connoisseur's guide to the Jamaican herb houses. Wow. I went to each one of the herb so they're houses. they're called herb houses. They're herb houses there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And then, 
Tell us about an experience of an herb house. Okay. So uh, if you're going to get off the airplane, the the first thing that's going to happen is if when you come out of the airport and I'll give away some of my book here, I'll give you some of the goodies. Yeah, as soon man, as you come out of the man. airport, just like an, a video game, dollar signs appear above your head. And the taxi drivers and all of the people that are outside there are, are have now estimated what your worth is. And, and based on your uh, luggage, how you walk, how your everything is there. And then you will get hit at least once or twice on from there to the, the whatever transportation you have to buy some weed. All almost all of the, the street bud ganja a bush ganja that I saw wasn't satisfactory. Right. Uh, and I look at everything with a microscope now, as you know, from, yeah. from, yeah, you popped, right up, you popped right up with a light. Uh, yeah, and it yeah. was a microscope yep. light. Yeah. And you have, like, have holy shit. Light. you have to have a black light. You have to have a black light. There's no mold on this. <laughs> yeah. It's in for Jamaica. Real, you know? <laughs> in Jamaica. Nah, I didn't grow it. <laughs> you, must, uh, you must have a black light in Jamaica. If you're, if you're, no, if you're, seriously. if you're connoisseur level, no, you, seriously. you have to have, one, I could see it out there. It's a lot of outdoor. It's very, very tropical yeah. i mean it's tough to grow there man I'm sure, it's a yeah. brutal brutal place to grow and you think that it's so and and one of the interesting things about it is that the way that a lot of the rosters grows you know they just throw seeds in the ground and then they come back in three months and then <laughs> then they grab the plants they pull them out of the ground sometimes they'll hang them upside down sometimes they'll just lay them on a piece of kin and let it all just kind of cook there there seldom is there a, a real serious curing uh, experience that ever takes place but Nobody ever touches those buds. So they're clean. They're pure in the, the trichomes. When you look yeah. at it under a microscope, the trichomes are all sitting there and they're all jumped out, yeah. but they're all brown. <laughs> right. Uh, so you've got CBG, right? CB, yeah, CBN. Yeah, CBN. So you're going, you're going to go yeah. right to sleep with this couch stuff. locking the but munchies, it, but you'll have 10,000 seeds inside <laughs> of it. You know, almost yeah. all of them are covered with seeds, but Still, because nobody's fucked with it, you end up with this really kind of a pure smoke out of it. It's a different right? experience. Completely different experience. And so it's, it's strange. The problem is that there's, you know, a lot of insects and, and webs. And depending on how deep you want to get into looking at your buds beforehand. Right. But, but I'll say inside the herb houses, the, the quality of everything went from. So where should we go? Where so should you we skip go? the okay, swag so, at the airport. Okay. Don't grab yeah, that. Don't go. Don't, <laughs> Make sure you stop. set up transportation with your hotel or something <laughs> yeah. so that yes. you're tight work. So, That's just a life fact tip for me <laughs> so depending yeah. on where you're going if you're going into montego bay which is the the main one where most people go the closest best scenario to go to is a place called island strains and it's uh probably uh, what five five ten minute drive from the airport to this place amazing it's wow. on the ocean yeah it uh the quality of the the bud is above average uh for overall for the island there's alcohol there's great food there's usually good interesting people that are there um the, the nightlife in the world the nightlife is unbelievable wow. it is by far the prettiest sunset one of the most yeah. beautiful places to smoke a joint at the sunset that i've ever seen Anywhere in the world. Wow. And it's a phenomenal Island spot. strains of Montego Island strains Bay. Montego Bay. Actually, Captain Hooter, you're, you're making me want to take a diversion trip before I head back to the States. <laughs> 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 Montego you, Bay at Island Strains. You guys should for sure. You know what's funny? Uh, Captain and me, and me, we met each other right. in Jamaica. Get the we did a, the cup you out met there Captain too. Hooter in Montego Bay in Jamaica, in Bay and we now went, you got him coming to the Jack Herrera Cup. Oh, oh yeah, that's how you well, got the be cup over there. Yep. And then uh, where there was uh, the Canex uh, uh, um, convention, um, which was held over for three days. And then we did the cup at the very oh. final day of the convention. 
Oh um, wow! And big, I was I big was shout out to Douglas from Canix, by the way, because yeah, yeah. he does a Douglas damn Gordon. good job over there. You know, he tries to uh, he works his ass off and he's trying to do his best. And <laughs> everything what he does is looking really good. So we had a really great time. And one of the beautiful things from that trip was meeting uh, Captain Hooter. That, and that yeah, we had an amazing time. <laughs> Absolutely, we had a whole guys, fascinated so you guys, by him. You know, you guys when you hear stories, you'll be fascinated from from the first. I'm, I'm already talking, fascinated. You know? He's a cannabis pirate. <laughs> yeah. Not I mean, I, love it. I think you may be the only one <laughs> that I've met. I don't know. I'm trying. So you guys <laughs> met at Island Trains in Montego Bay? No, no, no. no. We were at the same you hotel. This, okay, okay, okay. Because he was also going. Would you guys enjoy some time there and stuff? And I was covering Canex for uh, Cannabis Culture Magazine. And Got so it. I was there for the, you know, uh, just covering it for it. But that's we how, met by Jonathan, yeah. by Jonathan Hurst. We, you guys we Instagram four sixteen. I I don't. Oh, that is a character that you must. Yeah, and you. Yeah. Where, you so where is he originating from? So he's in Toronto. He's the other pirate. Yeah, Got it. He, <laughs> he's the other pirate. He's, oh, he's, I, he's an educator, and I believe that he's now uh, in either new product development or uh, he's a he's a concentrates expert. And he, wow, he dude is a rain man to me. Uh, every I've had a Maybe. chance to hang out with him in a couple of different conferences. Yeah, and he is one just one of the most sincere, cool guys. He's 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 a wonderful conversation on a multitude of topics yes. and he has no filter. So <laughs> he, and, and so it, w- when we were in Jamaica, it was hilarious because <laughs> when we first all met and we met in this one area and, and Rastas came out and I had all of my interpreting stuff and my black light and guys <laughs> yeah. were bringing things out to us and saying, Hey man, check out our butt. And, and he's just brutal. I pull out the black light and he goes, Oh God, look at that. There's another Darth Vader. Look at all the mold and mildew on this. He goes, dude, this is all wrong. You're doing this wrong. You need to, you know, but then he was, he's, honest, he's yeah. helpful. He's helpful. Um, um, uh, and, and gave them advice and, yeah. you know, and Respectful. so we were kind of doing a one, two thing, uh, with the Rasas and the, on the second day we had like 40 guys out there, you know, so I got like more and more and they were going and line, I kept, lined up. I kept telling me to stop telling me about, cause there's such great promoters. All of the, the guys that were the, out there, they were, they were putting, Oh man, this is going to be the best bud you've. And I go, no, 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 no. Listen, stop. This is the truth. And with the microscope, this is the truth. And so the, on the third day, guys were going, Captain, come here, show me the truth. I need the truth. Show me the truth. And they literally were so sincere because they wanted to know, you know, what do you see? Absolutely. You know, I've never seen this before. Yeah. And then um, in this last trip while I was in Jamaica, I create uh, uh, artworks from the microscopic shots that I take. And so I had several of the top growers while they knew they started hearing about me going around the island and uh, some of the independent growers started coming and bringing me some of their buds. And that was where I started seeing some really, you know, fascinating, you know, premium things. And some of these guys are witches out there, man. They've got such incredible obstacles that they have to deal with. So if someone's going to Jamaica, how do they get that? How do they get to that product? Okay. So uh, there's several different guys that are on Instagram that uh, I highly recommend, you know, getting to know. Um, There's a gentleman, uh, INI Genetics in uh, Amsterdam or in um, uh, Montego Bay is somebody to get to know. Uh, Archie Genetics, who's in Kingston, is somebody to get to know. Um, There'll be some others that I'll put into uh, Ross Emanuel, although that just you shouldn't even think about getting Ross Emanuel because his stuff never gets seen by the public. INI Genetics. INI Genetics. Where is he out of? Uh, Montego Bay. Montego Bay. Yes. What was the next one? I'm writing this down too. Archie Archie Genetics. Archie. Archie Genetics out of Kingston. 
and he runs his other, I think it's a, not a high times cup, but a, a cup uh, there in Kingston. Absolutely. Also. And then who, and then uh, who's the third is, one you said you can probably never get his product. Uh, Ross Emmanuel. Okay. Uh, E-M-M-M. He's a, a, a French born uh, Rasta, which is what fantastic. I love meeting Rastas in other parts of the world who aren't really Rastafarian or aren't really born, you know, Jamaican uh, in, um, in Spain, in Bilboa, Spain, which is just below San Sebastian. They have uh, one of the cannabis clubs down there uh, where you, you know, become a member and then they grow. And uh, that gentleman is, I believe, originally from Venezuela. Wow. And and he has full Rastas, full full dreadlocks, like he's a twenty year plus, you know, commitment into being a Rasta, and he's in Spain, a Venezuelan accent. And then you know, when I showed him something with the microscope, you know, his microscope, he'd go a bumbaclot, you know. <laughs> I'm going, and I, <laughs> and I go, whoa! And and whenever he spoke, uh, he had an, a sound uh, that had a little bit of Bob Marley in it. Right. So, you know, I don't know how much time he'd actually had in Jamaica, but he had so much experience from listening to Bob Marley that his voice could mimic certain sounds. So it sounded just much more authentic <laughs> from Jamaica having just come from there. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's crazy experiences all around. It's very cool. You know, the cool thing about Jamaica heading there now is that mushrooms are legal. Oh, wow. And that the this is gearing us up for the first smoke of the <laughs> yeah, day yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamaica tour. Yeah, but ah, I'm telling yeah, you, yeah. this is, this is like that. You, know you got some, some mushrooms with your yeah. breakfast. And, you know. and you know, the guy <laughs> wow. that we were just talking That's about. an interesting day. The <laughs> yeah. guy that we were just talking about that runs the Canex is, uh, uh, Douglas. yeah, Douglas Gordon. And he runs a, a, a magic mushroom clinic. Um, silo genetics, I think it's called silo. He, genetics. he just made a deal talking about Marley. He yeah. just made a deal with the Marley family for this Marley's new, mushrooms uh, for his new mushroom line. Yeah. Wow. In combination with a Dutch company. Also There's a Dutch company involved. I saw, um, but yeah, it's, it's a new thing. Yeah. He had another big conference. So, so Jamaica, the weed tourism, it's going well. The weed tourism going very well. The, 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 the quality of everything is going up. Uh, when I, when I first got, I mean, just in the, in the eight months that I was there, it moved a great deal. The, the number one biggest player on the Island right now is a place called Kaya. Uh, and Kaya, the, the, the young, the gentleman that runs it is a Bali and he's a very wise man, smart guy got in there early. I believe he was the oh, first man, one amazing. that has one of the first licenses in Jamaica. They also he's, won the award for best dispensary on the Island and they won uh, another award for best Indica, I think. One of the things that really oh, no, best extract, they have their own extract line. There was a period of yeah. time, I think it was in January, February, and you might've heard about it, that there was a drought in Jamaica and there was no weed in Jamaica. And they were, the country was offended by the fact that there was no, for the first time, there was a drought of weed in Jamaica. And it was interesting because there wasn't a drought of weed. There was a drought of good weed. Right. There was, there was a lot of shit weed that people had been stockpiling because there was no Tourists there. And I mean, old, old, old bud was available, but people, you couldn't sell that. Right. One of the things I have so much respect about with Kaya and with uh, Bali was that in the peak of all of that, he was one of the only shops that completely stripped his line down. He says, I have one cultivar that's good right now. 
And that's, I, and he I, that's out, he no booth. I'm not putting out any no shit. Bunk. I'm not going to put out any shit. And I can't say Quality, that about a, important. A, a, yeah. other places. You know? Do you know, what are the strains that you're seeing out there that are the top strains, like quality wise? Like what, <sighs> if I'm going out there and I'm, I'm talking to people and I'm, what am I asking for? You know, the, the thing that you're still, I think everyone's still looking for is the original old school lamb's bread, Jamaican lamb's bread. Yeah. In the eight months that I was there, I was sold four different things that were supposed to be lamb's bread, which was kind of like one of the things about here with dreams gold, um, where they'll say it's one thing. There's like, it's the, one of the most right, copied, right. one of the most copied, uh, cultivars there is, right? and, um, so it, the original stuff, I, I'm not even sure it exists anymore. Yeah. Okay. It's all Do they sell now. it under names though, or there, is it just you're just looking for good quality product with crystals? That's you know, the, the, and again, the thing about interpreting is that that's what all I really care about is the quality of the bud and what kind of effect it's going to have on me, right? And I'm going to look at it from 20 different angles to to ascertain the quality of that bud. And you know, again, I had some guys that did homegrown stuff. The you know, some of these growers that there were small, super small batch that grew some fucking beautiful buds, man. And you know, they know what they're doing in small batch kind of scenarios. They probably can't grow to scale. Is it indoor? Okay. Or are we talking like greenhouse both. or outdoor? Well, I've saw both. Okay, so but, yeah, but I mean, the indoors looking pretty good. Indoors looking very good. And, okay, and I, I think that that's one of the things also is that I mean, I saw some outdoor large scale uh, grows, and they're scary. All of those are scary and, and there's just so much that can go wrong. And if you go too large and if you don't have the labor and again, here we were the time that I was there, I was one of the few white people that was on the Island of Jamaica, right? There was no tourism. You could spot me from Kingston, from Montego Bay. Oh, that white boy over there. Yeah, there he is. They need very, <laughs> Captain Hooter. they need very specific genetics for that environment. Yes. And if they've lost lamb's bread and they've lost these genetics that they came up with that grow in that environment, we're talking tropical Jamaica now, right? right. We're talking raining every couple of days. We're very similar to some other places, but they've lost that and they've tried to chase new genetics and then put them in a field outside. Yeah. That's going to, that's going to be a battle. You got you know, like nine, no. nine different soils on the Island. That's what I heard from one of the older Rastafarians. He was yep. saying like, okay, there's, there's two where I grow on the other seven. I don't want to grow on. He says, because then the quality is less and my yield is also less. And ah, they you know, know areas like, of where, there's yeah, high yeah. potassium in the soil or there's, and yeah. they know it to be areas where maybe shells, you know, who knows what was there before. Exactly. That's really cool. That's, the, the that's, and that's really This dope. guy goes way back so far that they, even when the FBI raided the island to burn down the, the trees, they, they took them out, you know, like a few to save the genetics. And when you hear stories like that from these older generations, you're like, whoa. There's this a, is amazing. There really are a cool. couple of places that are making some efforts to try to um, uh, save those genetic. The one that that right away that I saw was the one called Jacana, and uh, they're probably the the most boutique type of uh, herb houses in Jamaica right now. I would venture What's to say I know some Jacana. Yes, and they had they had some Jacana. lamb's bread. They had some lamb's bread that I had a chance to taste before I left. And you know, again, uh, I I did, I don't have any real recollections even and all my other times of going to Jamaica to have anything to really compare it to. Um, I know what it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to smell like and how it should taste. And, you know, it was in, you it know, smells great by the way, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't, it wasn't the <laughs> thank thing. You, thank Which you. flavor is that? Uh, this is actually a mix of Z from karma genetics and, uh, 
also one of his other Skittle strains, Z Teeny and KZ. And KZ. Oh, wow. uh, Shout that's out to available here at Greenhouse. No, this is like this uh, is Car- not yet. Carmagenetic. Yeah, it smells really amazing. The, yeah, basically some uh, Z Terps, some Skittles, fire Terps. Uh, what he, his twist yeah. on it and stuff. Great oh. Dutch grower. It's crazy because it kind of turned in like a, a, a side side part Jamaica episode. And since it did, any tips yeah. for any travelers that are going to Jamaica? Because you know, obviously Amsterdam. Number one, you know, go here, come to the coffee shops, take right. this, take in this history. Um, but if if you're if you happen to be like Captain Hooter and want to be slightly somewhat of a cannabis pirate and go to Jamaica, what are some tips sure. for if you're going out there? Okay, so so definitely. You know, unless you know a grower, if you know a grower ahead of time or follow some of the guys on on Instagram and get in touch with those ahead of time. Fantastic. Otherwise, go to the herb houses to get your bud. Um, avoid the the convenience of the 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 bus boy or the bellman or the whoever the, the driver. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, the quality just wasn't there, you know, yep. for me. Uh, and I uh, some things I saw were frightening. Places so, to stay, places to eat. Oh, there's a bunch of them. Half Moon Bay Resort is, I, you know, Fire. number one. That's I, I see that. I see that one popping that up. That is the spot. Is that one dope? Oh, my God. It is just, it's got everything you need. It's right where, you, it's the perfect base to go anywhere you want to go from the island. Uh, the place that I lived was right above that resort. So I oh, was so right there. there. So I, I, I was on that property when I was there 10 years ago. I lived on the property. And it's like How a 400 you there? acre there. I lived there for a year. 10 wow. years ago, 10 years wow. ago, yeah. Uh, we had a, a a business contract there to help uh, reorganize some things, and that's awesome. Uh, got a chance to explore, and yeah, uh, you know, I got very comfortable there, and you know, but Hell again, yeah. I, so I, I'm gonna tell him I know Captain Hooter, yeah. and I should be good, dude. You are, you are. I'll tell you right <laughs> now, be straight. all of those places know who <laughs> I am. Captain Hooter from Cali, I helped out a lot. <laughs> he told me to come here. I tried yeah. to help as much there as I could. Go. They 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 are Stamped. on their way to making themselves one of the number one premium ganja destinations and if they open up the all the windows and all the doors and let the jamaicans go to work and start creating all the great edibles and all the great tinctures and all the great other products that they could make there oh my god uh with the magic mushrooms it's just at the baby levels but already there's i i had a chance to try some uh uh mushroom uh honey before I left, oh, that wow. was that was uh, I think 400 milligrams of, uh, but had uh, two grams of golden teacher in it, and and it actually activates inside the jar. So you have to stir it up every night, so that, and then wow. you can just do a teaspoon a day, and you know no colors, no anything, but you walk around with a smile on your face, like nobody's busy. Yeah, you're just feeling, wow. you know, it's a really cool little high. And they create something else called shroom shine which is 400 milliliters of overproof rum with uh, two grams of mushrooms ground up in like a coffee thing. You wow. grind that up and then filter it out. And then that makes two, you know, tripping balls, uh, pina coladas or <laughs> four, uh, you know, you can, you could, because it's a, a, a standardized, right. With all of the, 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 a, a quantity and quality of everything so that you can actually microdose that if you want to as well. That's dope. That's real true. Makes the trip yeah. interesting. Hell yeah. I think they're going to have some really great. Uh, Jamaica's going to have some good tourism coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plant medicines are becoming more and more popular. And, absolutely. Uh, exactly. That, that mixes with nature and tropics and all that. And I, I don't know, that makes. 
And makes he, me want to go to Jamaica for sure. And here's the and other thing. And it makes you think why it's out there in the first place, right? Absolutely. And if Mother Nature created it, well, it should be for the good of the, of the people, right? Absolutely. You know? And I think also it's important if you're going to go to Jamaica, you should also check in with the Rastafarian community. I think mm-hmm. they oh, said, yeah. uh, the tourism said the that 75% all the people that go there are actually interested or were brought in by the Rastafarians Absolutely. or through Bob Marley or something like that. Absolutely. There's a place there called the Rastafarian Indigenous Center that's in Montego Bay. The guy who runs it is first man. Do you remember first man? First man. Oh God. The guy is, he's, he's, he's like, the, he's another butter. He's just one of the most loving kindest guys that you're ever going to meet. And I think they're in the process of creating something out there called mushroom world. Wow. And they'll have the actual <laughs> spiritual uh, Rastafarian ceremonies with the fire and the drums and the whole thing. You'll burn the big spliff. You'll take a couple of mushrooms and they'll have some way of being able to get you back and forth uh, uh, safely uh, through that process. But that's going to be an experience that I think people are going to want to come and see also. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Well, shit, man. Wrapping up here with Mark with Jack Carrera Cup. Captain Hooter in the building. Can't even believe the cannabis priory. He sailed in this morning, came to see us right here at the Greenhouse Seeger Farmers and the hog. Smoking fire. Smoking fire, smoking good. Shout out to my man, Dejan. Thank you so much for having us, brother. Yeah, we man. appreciate you hosting us, sponsoring the trip. Appreciate all the fire you guys got and everything you're doing for the community. Really uh, bringing the best of both worlds and just trying to give the best experience possible to the consumers. And that's what we're seeing stand out right now in this in this whole wave. And Jack Herrera Cup being the perfect example. And shout out to of the this, Jack Herrera Cup, man. If you're out here in Amsterdam, September 12, twenty twenty one, it's at the Hard Rock Cafe. Keep an eye out on it for uh, Vegas, Jamaica, wherever it's at. Get with my man Mark. If you're lucky enough to meet Captain Hooter, yeah, man, and get yeah, with some growers. You know. Get with some people. I mean, travel <clears> around. Nothing explore, better explore. than linking up. Yeah, explore, man, and uh, educate yourself on the culture and the local culture and yes. make it a fun thing. If you're into cannabis, be about it. You know, it is a lifestyle. So I want to go to Jamaica now. Yeah, yeah man. I, I got <laughs> yeah, man. Rastafara. I got notes, and uh, we're going to go. We're going to definitely do it. You already know. All right, man, signing off. Episode 18. I appreciate all you guys, man. First smoke Thanks, of the guys. day. Let's go. Thank you, guys. Peace. Puff, puff.